Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye. And as always, I'm R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to talk about living a life in tune as opposed to out of tune. And so much of our life is out of tune. Yeah, and very easily so. We're trained from the earliest years to be out of tune. In fact, being out of tune will guarantee you to get the most valuable thing on earth. Mm -hmm human attention. Well, I, you can't really play a good song on a piano that's out of tune, so how can we live our life? And you're right, um, the human attention Yeah, we're, we're trained to be out of tune. It's an absurd notion. Mm -hmm. And being in tune, being the child that's the one that does not require fixing, you know, it seems... And, and all of that is based on this insane premise that uh, your happiness lays somewhere out there. Mm -hmm. uh, that's an absurd notion. Your happiness is here. This is where it is. If you think it's over there, what am I going to tell you? It's within you, your happiness. The thing that we all do the very best is enjoy. This is what we do the best. We enjoy. Of all the things you ever do, what you do the best is enjoy. Therefore, the more you enjoy, the more you are to live a life in tune. Well, it's interesting. You were talking about getting that attention, and I yes. think that that could be traced maybe to a biological origin, like baby chicks that, that um, wah, 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 peep, 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 or whatever the little sound is, in order to be um, heard and fed. And the expression, this, the squeaky wheel gets greased um, and yeah. all that. I, I do feel that that is such a, an attention drain in our world. Yeah, yeah. And those that don't require other people's attention are very likely to succeed greatly because they are not inhibited by a constant lack mentality. Once you get over other people's opinions of you, once you get over requiring approval, except for your own approval, I think five or six times in my life I've said to myself, we gotta have a talk. And that's just an internal dialogue, and that's because <clears throat> something did not, something appeared out of tune to me. Yeah. So then I had to be the one to fix that, because I, you know, this is this whole idea of the other person, this dependence upon, you know, and everything within balance. I'm not saying, you know, I would ask for assistance, absolutely. But in general, uh, well, if I, I think can take care of it, I, I will. Think, uh, you know, rendering assistance and seeing someone as your source are two different things. And mm -hmm. that um, it's better to see things as the vehicle that is bringing you the things rather than them being the source. Like, for instance, it's not your boss or, or the paycheck that is the source of your money. It is just one of the vehicles. And when you open and expand it, uh, your consciousness, you can start fitting a lot more things in there. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of things that get us out of tune. The first foremost thing is our thinking which I would say is the biggest thing that we have to deal with. Mm -hmm. And some of us are, are more um, active-minded people, and others of us are born a little more serene in the mind. But either mm -hmm. way, you can make great headway with that. Yes. So if we think about getting out of tune, right now, think of having all the money that you can imagine and all the love that you can imagine, and you're getting ready to go on a round-the-world trip and it's very exciting and you could go wherever you wish to go. And you see the feeling of peace and calm and excitement that comes over you when you think of this. 
And now if I say, think of doing your taxes or paying your bills or, well, paying my bills, yeah, I yeah. feel a great satisfaction with a lot of that. But think mm -hmm. of something like driving to work or getting on the beltway in the morning. And you notice how your energy field changes when you think of those two things. So this is a, a good idea um, to pay attention to how your mm. thoughts are making you feel because they will change your frequency like, yes. like ringing a bell. Well, so many of us are in this lockdown habit of being unhappy yeah, to the point true. that we magnetically draw out <laughs> of the air something to make us unhappy. And then that makes us unhappy. And then actually being told that <clears throat> you're in the habit of being unhappy. You know, and so not, you know, this is we the human race. The group of us uh, have gotten to the point <clears throat> that um, we don't understand how the operating system works. There's, there isn't actually a functional evil out there behind things because absolutely everything turns out to be love. Uh, and to recognize that there's, there's a search engine to play with, to recognize why whatever it is that appeared to be um, detrimental was actually on our side because it always turns out <clears throat> to be on our side every time. It works that way. Well, do you remember years ago we talked a lot about, and, and we've been doing this for 13 years now, so there are a lot of shows in the archives and, and a lot of <laughs> things we've talked about in years past we've just uh, don't speak of a whole lot now because we talked about it a lot, but yeah. there are a lot of viewers that never saw our older shows. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the things we talked about a lot was g when we start feeling bad, identify the thought that went to it, that, yes. that is attached oh, yeah. to it. Because I, I remember Absolutely. when I went through my depression, a really intense depress depression when I was younger, and I found that if I could trace it to something, then I could do something about it. And if mm -hmm. I couldn't trace it to something, then I could let it go because it wasn't important. And so I remember sitting, I worked two waitress jobs for a while and in the afternoon I was rolling the silverware and doing all those tasks that you do after the lunch rush. And I was pondering, I, I was feeling this depression. I was saying, well, what? What is causing this depression? And instead of just getting wrapped up in the feeling, I used it as an opportunity to search my mind and say, mm -hmm. what is it? And I realized, well, there was this little event yesterday, and there was this thing that's due, and then there's this. And it was a conglomerate of a lot of different things, and I viewed it as a big pile of laundry. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't possibly put it all away in that big heap. So I would sort it and put the socks mm -hmm. over here, and then do something about each one of those. And I really feel when we get overwhelmed like that and depressed, it's because there are a lot of these little sparks going on in our thinking that then get our, our body's frequency down and not able to... Um, uh, to get to that point. Yeah, to yes. figure out what's really bothering us. Yeah. We have a, a minute ago you were saying that... Doors uh, opening and closing. Our right older shows, which were actually our younger shows. That's true. <clears throat> That but we you were see, younger and they were younger. Everything in the has another stream going the yeah, opposite yeah. way. Yeah, now that is, there's always more than one correct answer about everything. And that's very much the point. Uh, a part of freeing ourselves, part of being in tune, is the acceptance of things. So the grace is defined as the um, simplicity of being as a child receives life. Okay, well, that simplicity of being is a remarkable skill. It's Aikido per se. Uh, in other words, if uh, whatever happened, oh, my foot fell off. Well, my foot fell off, you know, and, and you don't, 
and you don't attach a hundred thousand things to that, it just fell off. Well, in, in my uh, Inner Wisdom deck, um, the description I have for grace has, uh, in part, it says that it is the space of quiet between push and pull. Excellent. The, the space that's neither one. Yeah. Oh, it's right in the and center. And that's, that's very in tune. That mm -hmm. is uh, actually a, a theme of our show this evening. So uh, we had talked a little bit about how easily we are pulled out of tune, but it is constant. And the more out of tune you are, the easier it is to find something that puts you out of tune. So, uh, but see, the whole thing is a massive irony because the future always works out. There's no reason to ever question or believe or think that it won't work out, whatever it is that's annoying you. We had to use many times the example of the first bird in the morning that goes chirp, chirp, chirp. Okay, and this wakes you and you're very upset about that bird and you want to go and fricassee the bird, which has never really assisted the bird, but nonetheless, this concept. Now, the thing is, the bird is doing its job. Its job is to get up in the morning and announce that it's alive and that it's chirping and probably looking for either food or a mate or both. And your job then at that time is to be asleep. So you're pissed at the bird for doing its job, but the reality is you're upset with yourself that you're not doing your job. And that's, see, that is going in both directions at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, true. and so once you go, okay, bird, I accept, I allow, and I surrender to the fact that you are cheeping uh, or chirping first thing in the morning, and then you, you don't give it another thought and you go right back to sleep. It's like well, diving yeah. into a pool. That's one, one of the um, exercises I, I use uh, in psychic development where we're learning how to train the attention and to focus on things mm -hmm. and not focus and to gain mastery over your mind. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that uh, some people will find it very easy to master their mind in all kinds of different areas but may have two or three spots where it's a very difficult thing. But the yeah. idea is to practice. And the thing about the birds is when they first come, you do hear them. Mm -hmm. And then you realize that there's nothing you can do about them, and they're not harming you. And so after a very short period of time, the birds are going like crazy out there, but you don't hear them anymore. It's because your attention has now been focused. Like, mm -hmm. for instance, if you're staring at the television right now, and you're not looking at the clock behind you or the refrigerator sound coming from your kitchen. It's not in your zone of awareness, but yet it is still there. Yeah. So, so much of our life is lived unconsciously. Mm -hmm. And so those refrigerator sounds, those things that we resist, become a point of imbalance within us. And so we're going to maybe talk about a number of things where we can get back into tune, things you can do in all, all different uh, places and everything. But one thing that I thought would be useful to address is the idea of cell phones and electromagnetic fields from appliances and things that we plug in. Mm -hmm. We don't realize how many EMFs or electromagnetic field, that how much of a field just your lamp has emanating off of it. And our brain is an electromagnetic device and it certainly gets affected by all of that. There, there's a lot of evidence to that even if you need evidence to validate something for you. So one of the things that I suggest to people is to plug all your things into surge protectors and then when you're not using it, unplug the surge protector because just because your blender is off, you're still getting like 20 or 30% of the power is still going to the device. It's just not running it. 
and so you still have those EMFs. I have a, a, an electromagnetic field meter and a tri-field meter that shows the electro, uh, electromagnetics and um, coming off of devices and the microwave was unbelievable, even when it was not running. And mm -hmm. I even unplugged the microwave and could still pick up those EMFs, so I got rid of the microwave. It was just amazing. You will be able to think better, therefore your energy field will be better by having less of an input. And soda oh, light lot, yeah. is a stone you can use around your computer screen, and mm -hmm. uh, we talk about that uh, to more depth in the opening of the third eye ceremony and in the crystal class. But there are yeah, a lot the of things you can class do. Crystal class is uh, coming up this mm -hmm. weekend. If anyone is interested in uh, come to the crystal class, a hundred thousand pieces of information will be passed, uh, and, and not all of experience. it verbally. Yeah, and you can. Uh, we have a extensive collection of assorted crystals and minerals, uh, many of which you'll be uh, uh, holding. You've watched me week after week uh, playing with a particular crystal. Uh, I don't know how much attention has been paid, but this crystal is remarkably clear from when we first brought it on the air. See that band right between my thumb and index finger is a, uh, uh, what appears to be a fissure through the uh, crystal, but it is gradually dissipating. I, years and years ago, I had one that I thought would split just like that, and now you cannot tell where that occurred. We affect the crystals, and the crystals affect us. Come find out a lot about this. We have uh, so much information on crystals, and uh, I'm still stunned that people, you know, I would think everybody in the world would have a piece of quartz that is their pet. I thought pet rock was going to be the beginning <laughs> of crystal consciousness for the human race, but it was, uh, what is the word, um, turned into, monetized, it was monetized, it was never developed, it was turned into somebody's fat paycheck, but it was never brought uh, to the potential well, that people it could don't, be. don't realize that quartz crystal, crystals, uh, piezoelectric crystals, which include um, amethyst as well, and yes. um, fluorite even, that they are living beings. They actually grow, there's a DNA formatting that they grow with six sides, and that all of them have six sides, but they have their own unique personality. They're alive, and there's no mistake as to why they use quartz um, in watches and in computers to mm -hmm. get that uh, stream of oscillating energy that's necessary for, for that timekeeping yeah. and that precision. So when you hold something, the universe operates on the law of entrainment, which we're very much has to do with our subject tonight. Mm -hmm. So if you are holding a crystal that's vibrating at 32,000 hertz, then your body is going to entrain to a higher vibrational frequency. And the frequencies where you are are literally other locations that hold higher thoughts, higher, higher views on things. Mm -hmm. You said something really brilliant earlier that when you're down in that place where you're viewing things as hurting you or against you or whatever, it, and that's all you can see from there, and that's true. You've all been yeah. experienced that when you're in a bad mood, quote unquote, and then everything around you just seems to be attacking you further. And when you're in a really good mood, then things all seem to be on your side. So the quartz can help elevate your body to that place where you see things differently. Yes, if we could get everyone at a certain time to just hold a piece of quartz and think a particular thought, you know, no more government, <laughs> you know, well, greater intelligence. I think it could but be more specific of, than that. The idea of uh, each of us remembering our individual power, 
we've said a uh, hundred thousand times on this show many things, one of which is thought creates and where you place your attention grows. Uh, Drunvalo's quote, which is very <laughs> much the principle that we're talking about. If you are out of tune and you place your attention on being out of tune, you are literally a magnet for something else that will knock you out of, out of balance, knock you out of tune. It is the way it works. The, uh, anything you want to pick up on, you know, the, so the dullest toll road, we've heard about it. It's, oh, that's a German company. Oh, so we're exporting uh, money to Germany. And uh, then you're racing on this little thing and you're resentful and you're driving on roads instead of taking the convenience of the, the tollway. Um, and all of those thoughts that you were thinking, what would you have been thinking if you weren't thinking those thoughts? What if, yes, yeah, so, it's so, it's, you know, there's always mm -hmm. more money. So, this is of no consequence. What if that was your first search engine? This thing holds, have you ever seen anything not work out? Come on, have you? No, it always works out. Do you think it's gonna start not working out? So what percent of your life is spent out of tune? What percent of your life is spent thinking about how things won't work? Be honest with yourself. That is an uncomfortably large slice of pie, pie, pie graph, not the number thing. Okay. So the idea that the more you place your attention on that it's going to work out. I'm not worried about it. It's going to work out. It's always going to work out. Don't worry. Be happy. Yeah. It's always going to work out. That's <laughs> called being in tune. It's not going to work. That's called being out of tune. It comes down to it being that simple. Everything always works out. The belief that it won't work out is propaganda that's tattooed on us before we're even born. This idea that it isn't okay, that it isn't right. None of this stuff is actually real. What is real is that it's smooth. We've said countless times, please change the word future to the word trust. In the trust, everything will be fine. See how that works? In the future, everything will be fine. In the trust, everything will be fine. Yeah, that's, really, that's really quite a brilliant language yeah, code. Trust yeah, trust the future. Say. Because it's never not worked out. It doesn't matter if you're struck by lightning. It's still worked out because you went to heaven in a nanosecond. That's why. And I've been there. This is the way this works. The more you want to just sit back and relax. Just sit back and relax. You want to drive, drive. If you don't want to drive, don't drive. You want to do this, do it. You don't want to do that, don't do it. Just relax. Well, and it, and it does make, the, make some people uh, uncomfortable to do that. And <laughs> because it, it does seem like, well, you have to prepare. And, and also there's the quote unquote evidence when people just stay uh, playing video games and not getting out, getting a job and everything. Well, yeah, their life does not um, fall into place in the same way. There really is a balance point between participating in your life and responding and acting and doing things, mm -hmm. but trusting that everything will be okay. We're still a vehicle for action and we're a vehicle of decision. And so well, I think that one clarifying thing with that is you make the decision and then you sit back. Years ago, yes. I would hear, let go and let God, and that made sense to me, and I would hear, oh, we create our own reality. But they seemed in op opposition to me, and for years, I was like, okay, well, which is it, which is it? And then one day it came to me, and how they got married together was, it's my job to say what, creating my own reality, 
but then it's the universe's job to say how, the let go and let God. Mm -hmm. So there has to be an interaction and there has to be a decision because if you just allow things to unfold without decisions within your life, oh, no. sometimes you'll, um, it may look like you're not going anywhere, you're floating mm -hmm. aimlessly, but even that is somewhere and it's teaching you something. Yeah. Well, Just one word before sure, we go too sure. far. As far as video games go, okay, read a book called Ender's Game, okay? Just read a book called Ender's Game. That's all I have to say about video games. Oh, sounds like an interesting challenge. Well, yeah. shall we um, maybe start offering some suggestions? One of the things we've, we've already said is your thought. And yeah. I, re I remember um, saying um, like your highest possible thought when yes. we used to say that yes. on the show. Mm -hmm where uh, Neville, Neville always did shows. the snapping, yeah. Yeah, or when we were youngsters, snapping your finger. Once you identify, and I really think it's important for you to review what you're thinking. If you pay attention for five minutes of what goes on in your mind, you've pretty much got a direct map of what your next life is gonna be like. Once you understand what's going through your head, you'll start understanding your beliefs and then you can change them and therefore change your reality. So pay attention to your thoughts as paramount, step number one. Number two is when you identify repetitive thoughts and there are things that short circuit in our brain because of the electromagnetics and the microwaves and the cell phone waves and the radio waves and the whatever waves that cause us to get caught in loops in our brain. So we'll worry, the brain says, I'm in charge of everything, I have to fix everything. But the brain doesn't understand about tomorrow or things that it cannot see or understand. So it, it attempts to get a solution, can't find one, and so it starts back at square one and keeps going into this loop. So that's what we can interrupt, and that's what mm -hmm. um, I, I think a lot of what Neville that's has presented good. over time yeah. with the snapping of the fingers is a brilliant thing to do. You're caught in that loop, oh, I'm gonna get laid off, blah, 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 um, and then you say, okay, I gotta calm down, and then you go back to square one, but, but what about this, and you get caught, well. snap your fingers, and then reinitialize to something that is a higher frequency, like mm -hmm. we were talking about earlier, the trip I've around the world, writing your book, whatever mm -hmm. that is. And then you, everything looks different from there immediately. Yeah, uh, that is actually brilliant. The, uh, another search engine to apply is that since everything will turn out to be love, as soon as you have a big enough picture to understand what's going on, as soon as you can see what's going on, it turns out to be a form of love. It always does. Uh, the ancient Greeks, because they had a lot of togas and nothing to do, they sat around inventing words and I can see how that was logical, especially given Animal House and the other toga pictures from the mid-80s. <clears throat> but the idea, uh, <laughs> they coined the word nemesis and nemesis originally meant your best friend. Okay. Now over the years, nemesis corrupted to mean someone that's out to get you, but that's not at all the truth of it. Uh, the, the nemesis, the person who's your best friend, is the one that shows you what you are unwilling to look at directly. And since we are so fragile here in the 21st century with all this stuff, or certainly appear to be fragile, owing to the background material we're dealing with here, um, nemesis pl uh, plays nemesis plays chaos with resistance. Nemesis plays chaos with resistance. In other words, the more you want to resist, the more chaos exists around you. 
But then again, you have to say that resistance is sort of a necessary part of reality, uh, meaning that uh, attraction can be called resistance. And to get someplace, therefore, so you see the conundrum nemesis would place you in uh, with your resistance. But there's a way to get traction without resistance, and that is by doubtless love. And as soon as you agree to approach the situation by presuming it to be love and then allowing yourself to recognize it, then the ascension, the advanced spirit can arrive unchecked, unchallenged. Yeah, just by virtue of, of doubtless love about everything. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely the spirit lubricant that allows you to go through these situations that would have otherwise uh, rendered you um, helpless and angry and just attracting negativity like a huge negativity magnet. If there were such a thing. <laughs> but We've known um, these people. Well, we've all had moments where yeah, we've yeah, we uh, maybe have. attracted something at a lower frequency than what we would really truly desire to be having. Um, but even that carries us to a higher place. But um, that, it, that is very true. Um, I feel in our natural state, we're like Forrest Gump. We live our life, we love, we trust, and everything unfolds perfectly in front of us. Like Sweepy in the Popeye cartoons. Yeah. Where the little baby would be crawling out on steel girders and another steel girder will come and everybody's worried about yeah. the baby, but the baby's fine. I, I do feel that that is the, the natural order of things. and that Simplicity I, of belief. I actually accomplished for about three weeks where I was able to attain a state of consciousness where I was living so fully in the moment, which is really mm-hmm. the key. That's really yeah. what's going on. But I was living so fully in the moment that I was able to have this I- incredible state of uh, bliss, but I wouldn't even call it bliss because I was not even measuring enough to be able to say, oh, I'm in bliss. It was a complete yeah. state of experience with mm-hmm. no measurement. And I found that we're either measuring or we're experiencing, but we can't do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. And if you're measuring, you're not happy typically because you have to get out of the experience in order to judge it and measure it and compare it to flawed illusionary data in order to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're in the experience, and this is what people crave to become when they become artists or writers or to go live Mm -hmm. in a monastery and and, uh, pray all day and, and that, is to be able to live in the moment. But what is so freeing and so wonderful is that we do all have access to it. Whether we can find it readily right now or not, it doesn't change the fact that it's there. And that's Mm -hmm. where the future being trust is great. Yeah. Well, Well, yes. As this is a call-in show, if anyone is curious about it. Okay, but maybe you could hold off for just a moment because I was going to ring the tuning forks. Is is this a good time for everybody? Yeah, good idea. All right. Well, this is one way to get your body up into frequency. We talked about thought. But since radio frequency and microwaves and um, electromagnetic fields take your, and even riding in the car and jostling around or having a fight or listening to the news, any of that lowers your frequency. Well, these are emanations of vibration that come into your body. So there are a lot of vibratory things that you can do from within your body and outside of your body. 
in order to get yourself back in tune. And we have been having bowls on the show for well over a decade, probably mm. going on two decades yeah, now. Yeah, we were one of the first to yeah, ever probably, come up with bowls. Yeah, yeah, probably the first one that ever did bowl events. And a area. lot of people mm -hmm. are doing them now, which I think is wonderful in that th this is getting spread all over the place. Mm -hmm. But that really does upgrade your, your t and get you back in tune. And we're doing one this weekend, by the way. But um, I'm going to ring seven tuning forks and a few minutes with each one and I will be recording these and putting them in meditation break on iTunes for people to download and listen to but I would invite you to close your eyes if you choose and allow these vibrations to go into your body and entrain your field up to its natural frequency and maybe I could get feedback to make sure that's going out okay so this is the base chakra I can hear it from the fork. I assume it's going over the air. Okay. I will trust then that that's going out. Now this next note is the note D, and it's your sacral chakra, which is at a couple of inches below your belly button. Sounds like it. And the next one is the note E. This is your solar plexus, and it's the matters of the mind and of territory. And your personal power. The next note is note F, and it's the heart chakra, and this is the matter, the matters of the emotions, the heart, love. This is the note G, and it's the throat chakra, communication and creativity, and also your boundaries. is the note A and it's the third eye and this is the vision that you hold for yourself, the seeing, the seeing into the trust instead of the future. Mm. And this is the crown which is the note B connection to the higher things. Okay. Oh, excellent. Thank you very okay, much for sure. doing that. Sure, my pleasure. Now, as this is a live call-in show, if um, you would care to pick up the phone, the numbers on the screen all the time. And uh, just give us a call in with anything uh, that we may assist you to 
understand is love to assist you to tune to it, uh, to get you to see um, a higher perspective on everything that's going on in your life, everything that's going on, period. Uh, give us a call. We're right here. We're standing by. And uh, we've been doing this for ever so many years. And uh, also, the, as we said, we're doing the crystal class coming up in the, uh, uh, this weekend, this Sunday. We're doing the crystal class. And also Saturday night. The it's the course. meditation night. But we're also going to be doing, um, this is property and uses, and a little while out we're going to do healing with crystals about laying on with stone mm -hmm. and how to have a healing kit and how to incorporate that into your practice of energy healing or whatever mm -hmm. else. And then we also have um, following that advanced gridding techniques, which are really powerful. So if you are familiar with crystals, you know how, how wonderful that can be. Well, and then the... Yeah. Uh, tarot practicum is coming up as well. Oh, excellent, excellent. So I've been uh, painting once again, and I've done, uh, this is the vegan skull and crossbones because I feel that if you're um, vegan, you deserve some sort of... Uh, Scary icon. <laughs> yes, well, that would be the whole point. And uh, that is a mushroom, by the way, that's smiling at you. And uh, across celery sticks, what else would you use, come to think of it? And uh, the... One of the things about vegan is that um, it's surprising the number of people that claim that they're vegan uh, who are not at all from the star system Vega. And where they get this idea, I don't know, but nonetheless. <laughs> so this concept of um, uh, being aware, I totally love to paint. This is a great passion for me. I did a show a couple of months ago uh, that illustrated any number of paintings, and I've done quite a few in the interim. Uh, time period, so there's another one about to come up, and I don't remember what it was, but I remember bringing something in. That you've I brought been many, good. many, because uh, you bring two pretty much to every show, and then you've done a show with yeah. them on, but they're all in the archives if people would like to go have a look. Yeah, and yeah. the way this in which wonderful. the... Uh, and here's the other one, just while we do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And take two, there we go. Oh yeah, there the crabulous. This is a labyrinth with a crab, so it's a crabulent. This you know what sense. it reminds me of? Do you remember when we made a labyrinth? I, I like to draw labyrinths on the sand on the beach and then walk them mm -hmm. while I'm on the beach, which is really powerful. We did it one time, and a little crab poked its head up right in the center of our labyrinth. Mm -hmm. So that's what it reminds Maybe that was even your inspiration, but it's really yeah, lovely. Yeah. yeah, so the crab girl, it's a pastel of 22 by 30 minus an inch all the way around. Now, it's actually 20 by... You uh, had mentioned that there was also the Mayan pyramid from above. Yeah, it does look like a Mayan pyramid, which was a byproduct of, the, of my catching the light going over the crab shell, and it just turned three-dimensional. Oh, it's very, really lovely, now. Yeah, really, really I really piece. like that. That's stunning. Yeah, me too. The thing worked really well. All of your paintings are. I just look at them and say, wow, every day. There's and, a lot uh, more to come. And I am... In the hopper of my many projects is getting you a website with all of your artwork yeah, on we'll it because that. that's really important. Well, thank you for that. And I would mm -hmm. say your art and art in general lifts the frequency up. So it's another thing you can do to stay in tune. It tunes you to who you really are. Yeah. But also affirmations do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And how they work is if you think about your thoughts that have running in your head about how flawed you are all the time, like, yeah. oh, my thighs, oh, blah, 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 I'm not this, I'm not that. 
it lowers your frequency. Mm -hmm. So saying affirmations right now, anytime while you're sitting in traffic, but especially as you go to bed, because yes. then you go into a state of hypnosis. And as you wake up. And as you wake up in that place right there. So I was going to suggest, and then maybe you could suggest one. We've come up with just literally hundreds and hundreds over the year in our Consciously Creating Your Life class where mm -hmm. we get affirmations for people, which we are going to offer some version of that on the show soon. But one is, I love and accept myself unconditionally. So if everyone would say that three times out loud right now, I love and accept myself unconditionally. I, I love, love and, and accept, accept myself, myself unconditionally. unconditionally. I, I love and, and accept, accept myself, myself unconditionally. I love and accept myself unconditionally. And what that does is the, the harmony or the vibration of those words actually entrains your field up to that because our words, as you teach um, on so many levels, but what I have also um, said for many years is that there's a vibration that the words write on mm -hmm. that have, it's a carrier wave. And yes. so by saying certain things, this wave can entrain your body. Yeah, up to its and natural you can frequency. change your reality by changing the way you think, by changing the words you think in, by just agreeing to change your reality. It is, there's one word that seems to elude the human race and that is the word decision. It's, it's not about can you do it, it's about will you decide to do it. It's not about the ability, it's about the decision. It's not about the circumstance, it's about the decision. It's not about anything other than the decision. If you will decide and not doubt, you have to not doubt. Oh, there it went, didn't it? Now come back here. No, you just decide and then you allow this is not complex. It's not. Our job to it's say what? Not. The universe's job to say how? Exactly, yeah. Well. So just make a decision about your life. Don't think about it. And a month from now, or whatever that is, there it is. Yeah, I don't know why this seems to be such a elusive to we the humans. Well, but it I think, does seem to be. I mean, we, we have to just go through what we go through and we get where we're getting. There's no finish line and there's no race and we're all going to end up being, you know, ultimately we're always where we're best to be anyway, so even yeah, that is annoying. good. Well, he, another thing that, that is really good is chanting, which is like an affirmation, but you say it more musically. And the thing about doing something musically or rhythmically is it accesses all kinds of uh, aspects, all parts of your brain, but also opens up um, meditative and spiritual centers within yourself. And I have found that when you chant something that is in a different language and in um, some of my Master Healing series, I teach some uh, very special chants for specific things. It's good that it's in a different language because right now, if we say, uh, um, I am love, I am light, I am peace. I am love, I am light, I am peace. It's really wonderful. But when you have things attached to peace, and peace makes you think of war and all this, that, that it, it may have a different harmony, but the pristine version of the word carries a high frequency. So that's why getting mantras and chants that are in other languages can be very beneficial because you don't have any mental tie to them. Mm. And the actual word and the meaning behind the word comes through very pristine and not through your filter. Mm -hmm. So chanting is really good. And when I was young, I, and I think everybody, tell me if you have had this, where you have your own specific tone, tune and I've taught Army people in the past tune. how to find your own tune, mm -hmm. your own harmony. And that is something you can use to pull yourself back into center. 
Well, man is the only animal that doesn't have a specific sound. I know. Yeah. That's why um, I, I came up with that tune mm-hmm. that we all have. And kids have a tune. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. They're just born with that one, even in other languages. Kids, and then they turn into adults. How does that happen? Well, perhaps you could share doing the vowels and how powerful that can be. I'd have to stand up, but oh, I guess I can do it sitting. The... Um, the, very the vowels are an unbelievable. Uh, maybe you can do do, re, mi. Okay. That. Well, so, yeah, I have it down to do that. This is a technique of tuning that's uh, unparalleled, and uh, it's not for the faint of heart. So run now, if you're <laughs> the faint of heart. So, the vowels are very sacred sounds, and they've been belittled as much as possible in our, by our culture, by our language. The vowels alone. Uh, will bring a dynamic force into you. Well, in Sanskrit, so, the vowels are calling spirit. That's how spirit communicates. Yeah, and the Hebrew language, when written, has the vowels taken out because they're too sacred to have written mm-hmm. because then somebody might be able to intone what was mm-hmm. going on. This is true. So, as we know, the vowels are A, E, I, O, uh, and U is a mispronounced. It's actually Hue, H, U, E short for human. We are beings of color. We are human and women, yes, we are human beings, human beings, okay? So you pronounce the you, hue, okay? So you stand up, and the reason I'm not is I'm mic'd into the chair here. So you stand up, you're very straight, stand up now in front of the TV, and you put your arms to your side, and you blast A. Yes, that would have been better in that straight yeah. on that camera, but, but that, nonetheless. That was so, good though. Yeah, because you're do it literally again. you're literally throwing this A E I O into your field and it just breaks yeah. up things. Let me do this once more. Could we have the camera straight on? So you want camera three? Hi. Thank you. Okay. Okay. A I O U. Touch the hands. U. Now, if someone upsets you anywhere in your life, (laughs) stand up and do that, looking at them. They will never again come near you because you have demonstrated you have knowledge and power that is vastly beyond them and the petty game they wish to play. This is an unbelievable excitement to run this through your body. You'd be out of tune about anything you want to be out of tune about and just do the vowels and bang, there you are. You're back in tune. And it's a beautiful thing to do. And it's a really good thing to release anger, to uh, remove blocks from your life. And real quick, I know we're getting set up for the doc. I wanted Mm -hmm. to also introduce the Do-Re-Mi. Yes, do the Do-Re-Mi. The Do-Re-Mi is essentially you're doing the C scale, which is what we do with the bowls and everything Mm -hmm. else. But Mm -hmm. it's like tuning yourself from the inside out. So you can use a tuner to make sure your Do is the right note. It just goes... Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. But when you do it, do it really powerfully where you can feel it vibrating in your bass chakra. Do, 
you know, the do, re, and, and, and in each chakra, and it's so powerful. I've done it in the car when I felt out of tune or I felt upset about something, mm -hmm. and I'm immediately pulled back to yes. calmness and tune. Okay, we've got the duck. Beauty well, duck. at least we got a lot of that in. Very. And then, of course, there is music. Mm -hmm. Speaking of tune. That was fun. Mm -hmm. And here's our dangler extraordinaire. Okay. Ball I got inspiration. Vision. So instead of um, expirating it, you inspirate it. Mm -hmm. So you're breathing it in. So inspiration is yes. you're inhaling um, mm -hmm. something and letting it turn into something else, and it can exhale it as your work of art, for yeah. instance. And I got vision, and the, uh, the eyes version of being out of tune is being out of focus. So you can just, that's another thing you can do with the vowels or a do, re, mi, is to uh, focus, just to practice, look at something. We, we are constantly in front of a computer screen or some, uh, what did uh, iPad call it? Uh, retina friendly, retina enhanced, something like that. No, I don't there's know. this constant. Any of those new terms you gotta look out for. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're uh, not quite what they're supposed to be. Nonetheless, you can focus your eyes um, powerfully through the uh, either do re mi or the vowel sounds. If you, if that's, you well, could choose to do that. Sure, that'd that would be great. That would just a mountaintop to do it on. Well, uh, de definitely true, and I have done that out in, in nature, and it's just extremely yeah. powerful. One Very thing I would also nature. suggest to our viewers is that in the archives on YouTube, and mm -hmm. you can get to them via our website, Telepathic TV. And you can also listen to it on iTunes, but this might be a good one to watch. We did a three-part series on transforming energy a while ago. And it, it has drumming, it has mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, pretty much everything that you can think of to transform your energy, all the way from things that you think and exercises. So anyway, it's transforming energy part one and two. I don't know what's going on with the, the cameras here, but... No, it's okay. okay. And we have our caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? My name is Bea. I Hello. enjoy your show. May I have a reading, please? Oh, sure. Thank you very much. Sure. I'd be happy mm -hmm. to. I didn't know if Mary's I... using the decks she's authored well, here, by um, the way. No, one of them is the Osho Zen, the really uh -huh. beautiful one, and the others are ones I drew. It's with an older art program, but the, the writing that I do that go along with these cards is really... Um, the main focus. I developed these so people could have something to play online. Mm -hmm. They are available in physical form too. But I've got other decks coming up soon too. The first card we get is the breakthrough card. And this is talking about sometimes we have breakdowns and other times we have breakthroughs. And that this, um, whatever has happened in your past has made you stronger and made you break out of old molds. Like sometimes people will lose a job, get laid off from a job, just so that they can get out there in the world and get out of that cage that they had been in. So everything is a blessing and seeing it that way is really perfect. This is the card of friendship and all friendship is um, being close enough, just like in the friendliness card. I'd never mm -hmm. equated the two, but it's uh, being friends with yourself first because if you can't be friends with yourself, then the people that you harmonize with you won't be friends with you either. And it's very evident um, when that happens. Then we've got the little raccoon, and the raccoon, it, Neville and I have um, 
quite a relationship with raccoons and they're really adorable and they clean everything. They, they clean everything and they're always looking off in another direction. And I feel like what this is saying is that maybe there is a friendship that you've had that now might be the time to call somebody that you haven't talked to and maybe there wasn't a fight or anything but that you've drifted apart and it's time to get it back together and maybe even a sister or a family member uh, and, and I just see communication like that would be a good thing. That's so thank excellent. you. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, do we have another caller? Hi. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi. Yes, this is Judy. Hi, Judy. Judy. What can we do for you? Hi. Yeah, I wanted to get a reading from Mary if I could. And mm -hmm. also, I wanted to tell you how much I've enjoyed the show. I took one of your uh, dream workshops quite a few years ago. Oh. oh, well, it's nice to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, but thank you very much. I'll go ahead and hang up. Well, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Yes, thank you very much. And let's see what we get here. Um, first card we get, this is, this is a card that talks about compromise, and we always think of compromise as a good thing. I'll give up half, you give up half, and then, then we all can be part of this team. But really, the message of this card is Sometimes it's not the best thing to compromise, where everybody gets something watered down and nothing's really growing, nothing's really becoming substantive. So it's saying that if you look at things from the perspective that everybody can win instead of that I have to compromise, you're going to find all kinds of options and solutions open up. And it could be talking about a situation that you found yourself in that you know now that, hey, I really there are certain things about myself I'm not ever going to compromise again, and I don't have to fight about it. And that's so liberating. The door opens because there is opportunity. And so opportunities are showing up in your life today. I would say look back into the past and say, what did those other situations that are like this teach me about this? And then walk through the door. Um, and you'll feel, you'll feel empowered then. And then the last card is the dolphin. And the dolphin reminds us to follow our own rhythm. The dolphins have this beautiful rhythm where they go under the water, hold their breath, and come up and breathe. And it's just so graceful and so beautiful. We have our rhythm, too. And this is like the subject of tonight's show. We get thrown out of our rhythm, rhythm because yeah. we have to eat at this time. We have to sleep at this time. Rhythm and tune. Find your rhythm. Find your rhythm with that. And yeah. uh, don't Find compromise it. And yeah. opportunities like you wouldn't believe will open up. Because adapting too much actually keeps things at arm's length at times. Fine tune. Thank you. The expression just occurred to mm -hmm. me. Find yeah. your tuning. Yep, find your tuning. Hi, caller. What can we do for you? Hi, you're Hello? in the air. Hi, this is Edith. Hi, Edith. Edith. Hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good. I'm calling for, for a reading from Mary, and I'm going to hang up. Okay, okay thank, thank you. Thank you for calling. All right. Let's see here. Okay, the first card that we get is the isolation. Water is, I mean, emotion is like water, and it flows until it hits upon something that stops it, like a wall. And, and the only other way, if you don't have a wall, is for water to freeze, but yet then that's not in our natural flow. So it's saying, let the rainbow tears of our passion melt away the ice that we have had. I feel like there is a thawing going on, just on a heart level for you that is opening up new opportunities. And I actually see somebody coming into your life that might be really significant that, that, um, or a deepening of something romantically. The breather card is saying sometimes too, rather than swimming the currents or fighting the currents, just sit down, relax, put your feet up, and not worry about it. 
trust the future, as we've been saying all night. Mm. And the B is about going and pollinating the, the flowers of life with love and see what develops, um, the honey that you can extract from that. And it's going out there. You have to be courageous enough or open to get out of the safety zone and go out there and network with people and be out there with people. So I think uh, even if we had read these backwards, it might have even made more sense. It's saying go out there and network. Well, no, actually, the melting has to happen before the other stuff happens. So anyway, sense. it does feel like there, there is a new love coming into your life. So oh, thank you. Totally excellent. All right. Uh, hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi. hi. Oh, hi, wonderful. Uh, good evening. My name is uh, Isabel, and I would like a reading with Mary, please. I'd be happy to. Thank you Thank for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. I love that name. It's yeah, so beautiful. Isabel. Isabel. Yeah, Isabel. Yeah, I love yeah Bell means beautiful at the beginning. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes, and bells um, are like music to our ears, too. So. Mm -hmm. And there are all kinds of beautiful things there. So let's see. The first card we get, it's saying going with the flow. And what's really wonderful is to know that we have designed the riverbed, and so even if things don't look like it's going in the direction we wished it to go into and we're fighting and we're swimming upstream, the thing is, is that we designed the river, so get in touch with the part of us that has designed the river and redesign it rather than fighting the currents. So it is saying that I really do feel that over the course of your life you've gotten more and more just going with the flow, but that sometimes you might think, oh, am I... Am I taking care of myself? Am I doing everything or am I just being too passive? And it's saying, no, you're doing the right thing. This fertile ground is really interesting. You can see um, coins and food and, and all kinds of things are under the surface there, even though it may not look like it at the top. So finances are really improving as well, even though it doesn't look like it. But this is a time where there really is a, a harmony around you with money. And I, I, this is not typically stuff I suggest people to do, but. Occasionally I get this feeling to tell you to go ahead and buy a lottery ticket because this is the kind of energy that goes around that. And then this is about introspection and going within, but I feel like it's telling you to look at closely at something right now. Whether, and, and it's not in a dangerous way or anything like that, like you're not going to miss something. It's just saying that you could really profit from looking at the details right now of some kind of an agreement. So anyway. And it doesn't have to be an agreement. It could be something broader. And I know we're getting down to our last few minutes. So thank you for calling. Yeah. Hi. Do we have another? We're all set. OK. Well, this is a very good show this evening mm -hmm. on the idea that it is within your purview, it is within your ability mm -hmm. to call yourself into tune. We've, we've spoken many techniques by which you can uh, realign yourself. And the, the more you are in tune, the more you will enjoy your life. The more you enjoy your life, the more advanced a being you become. And that is the principle that we're talking about in, uh, in the advanced worlds, which we rarely speak of, but still exist, worlds beyond our own, uh, occupied by humanoids. Um, really the whole point is the enjoyment of life. There's very little in the way of entertainment uh, in other worlds because everybody's quite happy uh, with what their life is. And the only reason the entertainment the only reason Hollywood exists in its present form is nobody's happy with the way things are. That's true. It really made a big, big, when it really ma made a big upstroke was during the Depression. You're right. Yeah, and uh, not only that, World War II and uh, Hollywood was set. Nobody wanted to be where they were or do what they were doing. Everybody wanted the escape. And if that wasn't true, there wouldn't be 
Yeah, this mm -hmm. whole concept. So mm -hmm. it, if you want to get even, if you want to get beyond conspiracy, enjoy your life. That's it is good, that simple. good. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Good advice to give. Yeah, well, it's our joy and honor to take you to the door. Check out the website, telepathictv.com, maryfeelin.com, and pretty soon to be arnevillejohnston.com, but that's not ready yet. So we will talk soon. Uplifting your spirit. Thank you.